Go home. Go home. Go home. Alright guys and welcome to episode 81 of the Go Home Show. I am your host Eric Padour along with my co-host, tag team partner, best friend Brian Abishakar. Brian, yo, how you doing today? My third eye is open. It's Halloween, things are getting spooky. It's not Halloween yet actually, but we're getting there. It's October, Spooktober. <laughs> guys, welcome to Spooktober. Welcome to the Spooktober edition of the Go Home Show. Where Brian's third eye is wide open. Uh, that's it. Yeah, that's my scoop eye. That's your scoop. Brian, that's a scoop. Guys, and you know what that means. If his scoop eye is wide open, <laughs> he has a scoop. And he's ready to he's ready to share a scoop with you. Brian? I got the biggest scoop for you. you. Are you fucking serious yeah. right now? You wouldn't just say that, would no, you? No, man. You wouldn't just you wouldn't lie to these people about talking. the scoops you got. Just talking. You ain't just you ain't just talking reckless. Uh-uh. Oh, no, hell I no. Correct. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay, Brian. Yep. Please. Stop, tell tell one person to stop what they're doing. All right. Name someone specific. Go All ahead. Right. Trevor. Trevor. Listen. Listen up, fucker. Okay. Fucker. Ready? Brian, with your scoop. Mm-hmm. And guys, here's Brian's scoop in three, two, one. Scoop it. You may have heard the great Kali went over to TNA, but you, you didn't even hear what TNA had to give up to get him. I heard that Dixie Carter had to give up her ability to say y'all just to have great collie there guys can you believe it Do you, now here's the thing the scoop is only you know so much but what the scoop leads to is speculation mm. right so now like why did he have why did she have to give up y'all does he not like it yep does does she say it too much Could be is that. it does it mean something in his language like what could it be? We can only speculate. We can only... All we can do is give you some news and then speculate on the rest. Because we're professional wrestling journalists, and that's what we do. That's exactly what we do. I've heard it's written into the contract that every time she says it, uh-huh. not only does anyone watching the show over the age of 21 have to chug whatever drink they have, uh-huh. but, uh-huh. but but she has to pay him 10 cents. 10 cents. Every single time. 10 cents every time she says y'all. Yep. Wow. So, it's a weird stipulation, but... That is a weird... That's It's it's especially weird because he was like a free agent, he had no contract, and they just signed him. hmm And it's not like they had to trade or anything, they just signed yeah. him. Well, he's a hot commodity, you know. Uh, Greg Colley was doing quite a bit in the WWE. Yeah? Uh-huh. What was the last thing he was kind of doing? Uh, I'm pretty sure, um, because we looked it up before this podcast, because uh-huh. he just got squashed by uh, Rusev. Nope, definitely backwards. <laughs> really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the other way. He squashed I, Rusev? I thought maybe he beat Rusev, but that was 2014, so maybe you're right. Yeah. There you go. Uh, the last thing I remember him doing was dancing around with Natalia and Hornswoggle. Uh-huh. Hornswoggle's still got a contract. I think he does. Probably not for much longer. Nah. Sorry, sw- ho- sorry, Hornswoggle. Hornswoggle better than Bret Hart. <laughs> Thank you, Raymond14, for uh, imparting your wisdom onto us. Yep. Harpo Jarvie. Harpo Jarvie. 
Uh, Brian, what else has been going on in this week of professional wrestling? I mean, there hasn't been a lot of stuff going on this these last two weeks, aside from NXT TakeOver Respect, which was pretty cool. That's right. We weren't here to give you a review of NXT TakeOver Respect. Here's our review. It was fucking great. We're not going to tell you anything you haven't already heard. Honestly, like, what? Like, if you're not watching it, watch it, because it's really, really good. Yep. And uh, it was structured well. Every match was really good. The main event felt like the main event. The undercard did a good job of building people. Um... It was paced well. That's how you book two hours and 20 minutes of TV? It was really good. That's, uh, I wish more WWE programming was that way. But speaking of, I don't know if we talked about it here, um, but I think we had meant to. Uh, the programming on WWE Network has been stellar. Oh, it's been a lot recently. of fun. Uh, Table for Three is like a really cool show that I really like. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Renee Young's interviews with people unfiltered is like a really fun show also. Yeah. Because uh, it's just a cool interview with like different people. And then uh, 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 Legends with JBL. Did you watch that yet? I haven't watched any of that yet. It's really good. they're like an hour long, aren't they? Yeah, they're pretty long. Yeah, so it's not it's not that I don't want to. It's that normally I, I put like those things on as like a quick, hey, I don't want to play Metal Gear for like 20, 30 minutes, and then I'll stop, watch yeah. one of those, and jump back into Metal yep. Gear. I just tucked my sock into my jeans. Oh, that's pretty cool. If you guys are watching this on YouTube.com slash Eric Bedore, you can see a picture, you can see some video of my sock. I tucked my jeans into my sock. That's just a little fun. That's that's the kind of fun we have here, yeah, Brian. It's, yeah, it's pretty fun. Yep. Do you guys like my white athletic socks? Yeah, they're, they're cool. Yeah? You got them at Target? Not sure where I got these. They don't match, though. Oh. They're that, different. That happens to me sometimes. That's, you know what? It's the way it goes, yeah. man. Yeah, it's like the way the cookie crumbles. If the bottom of the sock is black, but the top has a design on it, mm-hmm. well, you're not going to see the top. You're so. not going to see the top of that sock. Yeah. That's that's the kind of that's the kind of uh, fun interaction you have here on the Go Home Show. Yeah. Sock talk. That's our segment called Sock Talk. <laughs> really? Trademarked. Really? Don't nobody else. Meltzer, you motherfucker, you piece yeah. of shit. Don't steal sock talk, you fucker. Yeah, Alvarez. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you whiny son of a bitch. <laughs> I forgot that I plugged Luke Gallo's shirt shop on the show last week. Uh, from the backyard to the big leagues, there man. It is. Oh, big, big old dog gallows. That, that's that's what's up, uh, Brian. <clears throat> WWE 2K16 comes out next week. That's right. I'm probably gonna buy it. Yeah. We yeah, I guess. It. Should we? Yeah. That'll be fun. Yeah. Maybe we'll stream it. I don't have a camera though. I don't want to buy a PlayStation camera. That seems like a headache. Nah, but I think people will just be happy for sitting there just talking. I guess. Then we have to like what? You just have like the headphones. What do you mean? But like, I mean, if, if we just stream it from PlayStation, mm-hmm. I think it'd be fine. Like, it, and then we just have the little, like the the mouthpiece. If you just set it down between people, it's got a good p- pickup range. Does it? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Like, I normally play music whenever whenever I stream like something like GTA. I always play music in the background, and people can hear it just enough. Uh-huh. And that's because I keep the level low. Otherwise, they flag me for huh. content, whatever. Uh, if I try to like save the video, uh, they'll like erase the sound but i think if we like set it up where we just put the microphone we just talk loud enough um it should well, be fine if you guys want to see that let us know tweet at us at go home show yeah. if if that's something that you'd be interested in we'll stream it from twitch.tv slash eric bedour real cool time and we'll uh we'll uh have tag team matches mm-hmm. or something i don't really know 
Me neither. I haven't played one of those since they switched over to 2K. Yeah. They look amazing. They just also look like every wrestling game since uh, WrestleMania 2000. So WrestleMania 2000 was fun. Yeah. No Mercy was really good. Well, it was just there, more. There were some of those SmackDown games. The problem with those SmackDown games, like, I guess they're not called SmackDown anymore. It's WWE whatever. Yeah. Um, but it's based on, like, the same SmackDown, like, engine, essentially. Mm-hmm. Like, it's the same kind of game. And, uh, I don't know, I get, like, the presentation and stuff, but I would like something a little more... Not, I don't think arcade is the right word, but the way that, um... I mean, No Mercy is the thing that you hold everything up to, because that was, like, the best. Yeah. Um, you know, something that's, like, a little, fu- like, fun to pick up and, and play, and doesn't have to be so, like, okay, yeah, use, like, the right stick and hit this button and that button, like... You know, there's, like, a lot going on. Yeah. There's it, a lot going on in these games. It, that's kind of the thing about uh, these games that, as as somebody who plays, you know, at least two fighting games quite a bit, mm-hmm. which is Smash Brothers and uh, King of Fighters, um, like, I'm not, I won't be the one, the first one to tell you, oh, yeah, I'm an expert on fighting games. Like, I know, I know how they should look and what they should be like. But, I mean, I know that you're playing it for the presentation and so that you can live the character out. But I also want, like Eric's saying, to be able to play it as a, like, pick up, have a few drinks, have a few people over, do like a Royal Rumble or a Mm six-man tag or something like that where everybody can play. Not not everyone can play. And and not everyone can play. It's so difficult. If you don't know the reversals, like, whenever I play Eric, it's like, yeah, I mean, I want to play because I know you want to play somebody that isn't the computer. And I want to play because I want to be Brock Lesnar right now, <laughs> but I don't know what I'm doing. Right. And you know how to, like, you have all the timing, you have yep. all this stuff. Yep. So it's not easy as, like, to pick up and play. It's not, no. there's no balance and there's, there's just too much. I agree. So, I agree. Uh, the one game that I did have a really good time with was, um, was it called All Stars? Oh yeah, the, that, that was a super arcade. That reminded me a lot of, like, the Super Nintendo, like, early PlayStation, yeah. like, the, those kind of games. Yeah, those All-Star games were pretty cool. They were fun and... You know, you'd bounce around and fuck people up and stuff, and that, that was pretty cool. Um, the yeah. new one looks really good. The creator wrestler mode looks really cool. The Stone Cold Steve Austin mode looks really cool, um, where you go through, like, his whole career. Yeah. It's cool that they're doing his whole career. I know, yeah. I don't know if we've talked then, about it that much here, but that's that's a cool thing that they're going from before WWE. Uh, yeah, so apparently the whole thing starts at King of the Ring with Jake the Snake Roberts, but then there's, like, a couple of, like, throwback matches like him versus Steamboat in WCW oh, and cool. him versus Whipwreck in like ECW like there's Whoa. like some weird like random matches thrown in but then the uh, the universe mode looks cool cuz you can like make you know it's like fantasy booking your right. shows and everything which is okay if you have like cutscenes and shit that you get to see and then uh uh there's the career mode where you get to make your character and then you take them through a career oh, and you cool. win and you win all the belts and you're the champion hooray hooray last year's game wasn't that good but this year's game hopefully will be because I think I'm I think I'll probably definitely play it and then I'll take it to work and I'll just play it at work. Who cares? There you go. Um, anything else before we get into it? Nice. Because the uh, we've been Brian. It's been over ten minutes and we haven't even talked about uh, the fun that is NXT and Raw. Oh, let's do it. We yeah, gotta, we got to rush into it. Okay, let's rush into it. Let's rush headlong into this thing. Yep. Okay. Uh, NXT. Bailey comes out and cuts a promo. Uh, she says that the whole roster on NXT is great. Hey, thumbs up. We're great. All right, cool, guys. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Blake, Alexa, Murphy, Factor. Bam. Yeah. yeah. Love it. I love they come it. out and they interrupt. <clears throat> Bliss is like, yay, Bailey. 
good job. And she holds up Bailey's hand like with the title and then grabs the title and walks away. Then Blake and Murphy stand between Bailey and Alexa, uh-huh. which is awesome because man, Alexa got huge heel heat it in this so segment. So I good. thought that was so good. I really like this opening segment of the show. Yep. I thought I thought it made Alexa look legit mm-hmm. and like mean and everyone wants to cheer for Bailey and I it's very cool. It's very cool to see uh Bailey get to still be like her face self and like the crowd's still behind her and have like Alexa come in and show that someone is uh immediately chasing the title. Exactly. Yes. There's no downtime. Yep. No downtime. Uh the one thing I want to talk about from respect in the women's match, the main event. Yeah. Which I think I don't know if, if this was everyone's favorite part, but I I mean I just assume it should be is uh in the main with Sasha and Bailey when uh, Sasha uh, throws Bailey into the entrance ramp yeah. uh, uh, video screens and then goes back to the ring and then takes a headband off Izzy, who's Ow. in the front row, and then goes into the Ooh. ring and starts mocking everyone. That was, like, the best heel heat. Because they'd all been like, yeah, let's go, Sasha. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. everyone was kind of behind her, too. Yeah. And, and then she did that, and it's like, you are clearly the heel. Yep. This is great. Whether or not that was planted to have, like, that happen, which I would assume you have to. Yeah. For liability. Like, Izzy crying and everything, I'm like, you you bitch. It was so good. Oh, that made, it was like, it was like, no, not, no, not Izzy, that's, that's the super fan, come on. Uh, but that is perfect, in the middle of the match, and then she gets a countout victory. Yep. Awesome. Yep. I really like that that respect match I thought was so good. Told uh, a really good story, yep. just like all their matches do. Great, great Iron Man match. I like the way it ended. I like the way it kind of like came down to the wire. You knew it would. Yeah. You knew that it was going to be 25 minutes of like a couple falls here and there, and then the last five it was going to be like nuts. Mm-hmm. Um, cool spots. Great match. So I, I don't know. You don't want to hear more about that. I'm sure you guys already uh, watched it and you already formed your own opinions, of course. Yep. Of course. Um, so Bliss gives Bailey the, the title back and she said she's coming for it. And that's pretty much it. Uh, good opening segment. Great opening segment. You had your face, uh, reeling off of a huge pay-per-view win coming in short, like effective promo. Your heel comes in, cuts it down, starts the ball rolling on the next story. I thought that was perfect. I really liked it. Mm Mm-hmm. This, uh, this NXT overall, I, I, I was very happy with in terms of just, all right, we just did this. Now we're moving forward. Yeah. I thought that, uh. It's funny, because I think we watched this and we talked about it, too. Mm-hmm. Um, Raw and NXT right now both feel like they're in the middle of a reset, mm-hmm. where they're kind of, like, figuring out where they're going next, what feuds are going to be happening, kind of where everyone's at, where everyone kind of shakes out in, like, the card and everything. NXT did it so well in one hour. Yeah. Where Raw has done it has been doing it for, like, weeks, and I still have no idea, and we'll get to it, I still have no idea what's happening kind of, like, all over the place. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you know, just different shows, I guess, different structures and things like that. But, uh, I would like to see more of this mentality on Raw, but I don't think, I don't think I'm in the minority when I say that. No, I I mean, uh, we are ending like the summer run, even Mm -hmm. though it's technically the fall. I think after this, this is like kind of the official start to the road to WrestleMania, isn't it? Uh, Survivor Series is in November, right? Yeah. And that would be it, I think. Yeah. So, like, yeah, you have to have, like, a huge hard reset, and you got to end a lot of feuds at Hell in a Cell, I guess, but 
who cares about anything on the card? I don't know. I really... And I don't mean that to be cynical. I mean that always, always our criticism comes here not from just wanting to be angry and shout into a dark room. It comes from wanting this to be so much better than it is Mm -hmm. and, and wanting to get excited about things and then just not having a reason to and seeing all the ways that you could and just being disappointed. Yeah. You know, that's really all it ever comes down to for, for me at least. Mm -hmm. Well, especially when you're watching stuff like NXT and going like, man, they really get it here. Yeah. And then watching Raw and going, man, they don't get it here. Um, I think Raw this on Monday was an exception. Because it was weird. Yeah, but it, we'll we'll get to it when we when we get there. It was weird to me in a way that I was maybe I was just tired, but I was just like, I could not keep focused. I was checked the fuck out. It's 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 all right. It didn't seem like a very focused show to begin with. No. Uh, Joe and Balor backstage promo uh, after uh, respect the last week. They're backstage with the trophy. Joe says, we fought side-by-side, and I want a title shot, and Balor's going to give it to him, but Regal says that he has to make a number one contender's battle royal because we lost focus on the title. I like, hey, guess what? We have a reason for this battle royal. Why? Because we haven't been focusing on the world title at all, and that is a problem. Because now who's number one contender? Who knows who number one contender is? You you guys have all been wrestling tag matches. Uh Uh-huh. So we're going to have a battle royal for number one contendership. Oh, okay. Cool. I thought that was very cool. Yeah, what a great explanation to why something hasn't been happening yep perfect joe doesn't look to be in his mid-30s no he looks good he looks really good um ty dill apollo cruz and rhino all cut promos about being number one contender um rhino's promo looked just like an ecw promo it looked exactly like an ecw promo i thought that was was very funny yeah um we got the vaudevillains against fulton and dawkins uh Sawyer Fulton has a haircut that uh, Corey Graves describes as a neo-skunk haircut. I don't know what that means. I love it. New skunk? You've got new skunk. Maybe that's like an old style, like a skunk haircut from back in like the late 80s, early 90s, punk rock. I don't know. I don't know. Angelo Dawkins keeps doing like a cook and dance thing. Um, Angelo Dawkins wrestling in a singlet with two headbands looks like such a dork. And not in, like, a fun way, like, oh, what a dork this guy is, but in a way that just looks like, you have nothing going yeah, on right they, now. They look like a jobber tag team. But Fulton looked like a big, mo- like, he yeah. looked like a big, scary motherfucker. <coughs> like, yep. damn, I thought he looked cool. They looked good. But uh, they they definitely had that feel of, we're just tossing you in here to get squashed yep. and we'll uh, slide you back out. Fulton's back agile out. for a really big guy. Yeah. Flying and, and doing cool shit. Over the, He, like, jumps over the top rope. Yeah, I know. What the hell? I don't know. That was just, cool. He doesn't have to do that. You're a big guy. You don't have to do that nope. shit. Uh, hot tag to Gotch, and they hit the Whirling Dervish. Uh, any notes from that match? Yeah, I just I think uh, Gotch a lot of times gets underappreciated for his actual like um, his ring awareness and movement in the ring. He's really clean. He's really like smooth. Everything looks interesting. It just has like a little bit of a of a spice to it that I find it really fresh. So. When they let him open up a little bit more and actually wrestle in more matches, I think it'll be really cool to see how... He's very creative, I think, with how he delivers his moves, and that's mm-hmm. what I like. So, I oh. I agree. He's been working more as a striker lately, too. Yeah, um, which I think works his gimmick really yep. well. Yeah, and he, he looks like he hits pretty hard, and that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, Dawson and Wilder are backstage in an interview with Devin, but I heard that Devin got fired. I hope that's not true. I love yeah. you, Devin. Meh. I mean, I hope she didn't, but yeah. here we are. 
in a world where Devin probably got fired. Listen, Devin, I know you're listening. I know you're listening to this. You're definitely going like, I wonder who's going to talk about me on this on their wrestling podcast, the Go Home Show. Not Brian Alvarez. No. Brian and Eric. Well, and then you can come hang out with us. Brian and Vinny, no. Brian and Eric, yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, I will take you to a nice steak dinner, like wow, like, like Leonardo DiCaprio. Wow, and catch me if you can. Brian, take you to Brian, take you to the Red Lobster. Uh, no, you no, get the cheesy uh, biscuits. Uh, no, we go. You to, get the cheesy biscuits. We go to Ruth's Chris. Oh wow, where they cook all of their steaks at three thousand degrees, and they stay hot the entire time you eat them. Which what? is is that real? Yeah, which is my biggest complaint about ordering steak at any restaurant is they give you a fat ass steak, and about one third of the way through, you go, the steak is now cold and disgusting. I don't want to eat the steak anymore. There, they serve it to you, and it is like 3,000 degrees, and it stays hot the entire time you eat it. That's weird. We gotta go. It's one of the best steakhouses I've ever been to. Really? Yeah. It's a chain, but it's it's good. I don't really like steak. I like steak. Like, I enjoy eating steak. Mm. But, like, it's just... It's a lot of work. <laughs> it's a lot of work uh-huh. for something I don't ultimately enjoy any more than any other food. That makes sense. People are like, yeah, dude, love steak. Yeah, it's good. At, I, no, at no point do I go, ew, steak. Mm. But, like, it's I, so much work. I used to be huge on steaks, like, five, ten years ago. I loved steaks, would always try to get them. I will eat them every so often, really enjoy them, but I will, like, I'm I'm to the same point. It's like, it's a steak, like... It's just a big-ass slab of meat. Yep. And I'd ra- if I'm going to have a big piece of meat, I'd rather have something like chicken mm-hmm. uh, or, or like, fish. Or fish, like a nice piece of, like, fish. I don't even really like fish that much, but I like, I like, a, like, a, like a salmon or, like, a tuna. It's nice. Yeah. Um, I prefer a sashimi, but that's just hey, me. That, that's, um, that's what you got to do. But honestly, if I go to a steakhouse or whatever... Sometimes I'll order the burger, because the burgers are fucking good. The burgers at a steakhouse, if you don't know this yet, they're the best. They're so good. They are so good. They're excellent, and and I feel like I enjoy that on a whole more than I like a steak. It's just, you get to a point where mm-hmm. you, you've eaten, like like you said, like a third of it, and like, yeah, it gets cold, whatever, but like... You're so your jaw is like so fucking tired from moving. Yep. And you just have to keep going and you're like I kind of like this potato more at this point. Yep. That's uh that's why like for me back in the day it was always like, yeah, what's the big like 20 ounce steak you got? And now I'm like, no, give me like I'm good with the 8 ounce, man. Yeah. 8 ounce is fine. I like a nice like fillet. Yeah. See, I don't like fat. Oh yeah, no. See, I don't like chewy. I don't like fat on yeah. on stuff. I don't like fat on steaks at all. Mm. I don't like chew like when you can't chew it, mm. that's just gross. When when you yeah. go, when you go to a good steakhouse, it should be super tender. Mm-hmm. So like at Ruth's Chris, they have like this thing called the cowboy, and it's like marbled with the fat. So basically, when it cooks, it's just all super like buttery. Hmm. It's so it's so good, huh? So um, but yeah, but that's like go. a special thing that you do. There you go, steaks. So that's steak ta- talk. That takes us into um, welcome to steak talk, sock talk, and steak talk. Yeah. Uh, this one shouts out uh, Jim Cornette. Mm-hmm. Don't steal steak talk. Don't fucking steal it. All right, or I'll, you're, you're going to be cat guts. <laughs> what a fucking stretch. Uh, Dawson and Wilder backstage with Devin. They say they're going to be number one contenders, uh, but they're going to take ken- care of Enzo and Cass first. I I love da- Dawson and Dash. 
Yep. They they are such like a goofball heel team, but like at any point you could turn them to be legitimate. They're called they're called the mechanics because like they're straightforward. They work mm-hmm. whatever. They're they're just your. I think that they could easily be on Raw, mm-hmm. not as a team that's like winning a bunch of matches. But doing, like, what the Ascension's doing, or doing what the primetime players do, like, on SmackDown, yeah. just going out there and losing, and making other people look good. Yeah. Because that is what these guys do. Yeah. They're not big heaters, they just remind me of, like, an old school team where you go, like... Right? Like, yeah, you're good. You don't, you know, there's not really, like, nothing huge, mm-hmm. but fuck, I love them. What I, what I think I really love about NXT overall is that it gives you a good feel of, like... Everything that was good from every era of wrestling starting from the 70s. Yeah. Like... That's funny. Like, you have this kind of tag team that, like, you like, but you know they're gonna lose. They're mm-hmm. not the greatest. And they could, at any point, be legitimate. And they're heels. Like, you know, yeah. you're, not, you're not supposed to like them, but you get it. Like, they, they wrestle well. And in front, with a discerning eye, you understand that, like, they make other teams look better. Yeah. And then you have, like, your 80s sort of, like, gimmicky wrestlers, like, you know, Bull Dempsey. Yeah. And, and like, you know, that kind of thing. Or, or Tyler Breeze. And it's just cool to see, like, they just have the best of everything that I've always liked about wrestling and NXT. And yeah, a lot of it is a little bit of developmental, mm-hmm. but I think it's 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 peppered in so well that when it is developmental, like the next match, you're like, okay, yep, I'm 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 okay with that because yep. that's how Raw used to feel. Mm-hmm. There was that little bit at the beginning of Raw after the first half hour segment, like right between the second and uh, second and the third hour, or uh, sorry, no, nah, jeez, first and second hour where you uh-huh. got those like kind of matches that you didn't really care about. Yep. But there were obviously matches where people were developing their talent. Yep. I like that because you have a little bit of, okay, go try this gimmick. Oh, it caught on? Okay, let's develop this gimmick. Instead of like, hey, we have this gimmick and this is the the eight-week plan we have for it. And if it doesn't work, uh, buy for ten months. Yep. Which is which I hate. I hate that about Raw right now. It's like, like primetime players haven't been on Raw in a month and a half. Mm-hmm. And they were the tag team champions. They were. Like, and are no longer. How did that happen? <laughs> so. uh, yeah, no, I agree with you. Oscar <clears throat> checking on Dana and Emma backstage post takeover, and then pets them on ahead. And awesome. Dana just keeps going like, "I beat Oscar. I beat Oscar. The fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> she got beat so bad she couldn't tell the difference. <laughs> <laughs> she got beat so bad she thought she won. <laughs> she got kicked in the head so hard she thought she was the winner. That was uh, that was so funny. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, there was a Nia Jax, a Nia Jax vignette, and then the Oscar thing happened. Yeah. and then we get Evie versus Nia Jax in her debut. Finally, Evie from Auckland, New Zealand. Nia Jax in awful ring gear. I mean, that is some of the worst professional wrestling gear. Listen, if you're listening to this, you've definitely seen the Nia Jax debut. You've definitely probably heard other podcasts that have talked about it, and you've read stuff online about it or whatever, so we're not going to tell you anything you're not already privy to. It. She looked like... I don't even have a problem with her. She's like she's like a bigger girl. I have no problem with that. Yeah. The gear she was wrestling in before this was like some Road Warrior black leather shit. Oh, and really? It, yeah. And it looked rad as fuck. Look up old pictures of, of Nia Jax before she debuted here. Huh. I think she was under a different name. Um, it was fucking sick. It was really cool. 
This looked like a circus tent. It, this looked like a ball you would buy from Walmart. It looked like curtains that, like, Grandma would have that were, like, velvet. Yeah. And, and like, maybe it, in the 60s they were cool. It but, just looked like shit. And, 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 and we have made the same sort of, like, you know, criticism about when people, like, anybody dresses weird. But, but both of these had, both of these wrestlers had great looks mm-hmm. and horrible ring gear. Yeah. Uh, Evie looked like she was wearing pajamas to the ring. <laughs> it looked like you went over to girlfriend's house after work and she was like in her, like, I'm ready to go to bed and hang out and, and watch like a movie. Like I, it was, it was like Jersey material. It uh-huh, was that's weird. Funny. That's really funny. It like, it just took me out of it and that's the, that's the issue I have with it. it yep. She like, you she was a fun wrestler. Both, yeah. both of them were, but especially Nia Jax, because she was obviously supposed to be the one who shines. Yep. She literally squashes Evie. Yeah. Like, literally. Um, not figuratively, literally. Like, I'm pretty sure she, like, squashes her. But I love the way that her, like, in-ring movement is. I loved her, like, feel. I like both of them. I thought they could really grow from there. Yep. But I, I'm happy to see a, like, a menacing women's yep. wrestler I agree. in WWE. Mm-hmm. Even if it's in NXT, I mean, th- that's cool that they're not just keeping it at, like, oh, she's the divas. Yep. It's like, no, now we're getting, like, a woman's wrestler mm-hmm. in here. So that's cool. Nia Jax is announced from San Diego, California. Hell yeah. <clears throat> cool. Uh, and her entrance is just walking. She just walks. It's developmental. <laughs> Develop a better entrance. Yep. Because you just walked. Yep. Uh, she locks in a bear hug. Uh, Evie tries to get a little bit of offense here and there. And then she gets destroyed with a standing spine buster. And then Nia Jax, I thought, pinned Evie so cool. She just folded her in half. Yep. Just went like, just kind of, not like really rolled her up. She was flat. And then she just folded her like an accordion, like just. Bleh. Yeah, she squashed her. Yep. Literally, and then that was like, it. She literally squashed her. Yep. <laughs> Uh, any other notes from that? I I just really hope they change a lot about her appearance because it's uh it's a bummer to, to see that kind. Of, it's supposed to be like a big debut. They've been teasing it so long. That gear sucked, and her gear sucked, and she had no flair coming down to the ring. She just walked. Uh, Breeze and Corbin say they're going to be number one contender. That's it. Yeah. Eva Marie update from Paris. She's in Paris. What a what a bitch. <laughs> that was so annoying. Like, yep. oh yeah, we're over here wrestling and you're hanging out in Paris because you can't cut it. Mm-hmm. Perfect heel heat. Yep. Loved it. Uh, Battle Royal time. Uh, absent from the Battle Royal, Jason Jordan and Chad Gable. Yep. Interesting. Yep. They didn't need to be there. Mm-mm. Steve Cutler is the first one eliminated. Before this uh, really got underway, we were guessing who was going to be eliminated first, and I said Steve Cutler. You were right. Which is funny because I want to see him actually wrestle. Yeah, I think he has a he has like an Alex Riley type like square jawed look, and he's an ex marine. And I feel like there's got to be something there. He's been on the roster for a long fucking time. Where is Alex Riley? He's hurt. Oh, really? He had surgery, I think. Damn. Um, can't catch a break. So Steve Cutler was out first, then Danny Birch, then Elias Sampson. Uh, they all get tossed out. Then uh, Paulo Cruz picks up Johnny Gargano and just throws him onto these people. Just fucking picks them up and tosses them. Yeah. I thought that was cool. It's Apollo Crews looked like a fucking monster in this. It's crazy mm-hmm. strong. It's awesome. Yep. Uh, mechanics go over and eliminate Cass, and then Enzo eliminates the mechanics. Uh, I thought that was a really cool spot. 
Yep. And then uh, Enzo gets eliminated, but I don't remember by who. Um, I feel like it was Corbin, because that, that's how you get good heel heat. Uh-huh. Uh, Corbin eliminates Rhino. What? Yeah, I know. I, did, I thought Rhino would be in the final four. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa was in this for a while. Yeah. Tommaso Ciampa, who apparently... Oh, this is what happened in, in that's wrestling. That's right, yeah. At, WWE is going to pair with uh, Evolve. I don't... Gabe Sapolsky's thing. I don't know. That's I, weird. Hey, man... Crazy. Super excited. Apparently, Sami Zayn was at one of their shows. Apparently, really? uh, Tommaso Ciampa went and thanked everyone, but it sounds like he signed with NXT. Wow. Like, Ciampa, like, legit signed. That's so, awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, very, very cool to see what's going to be happening in there uh, with with Evolve and everything. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's so different for WWE. Yep. They've never, like, I mean, as far as I know, been, like, in any sort of contract like that in the past. ECW. I mean, that was, that was like, kind of a... They, they didn't have it, like, signed like that, though, did they? No, I don't think so. It was more of just kind of like, well, you know, if you guys have somebody that we might like, then we'll buy we'll buy them off of you. It's just... Uh, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Um, the final four of this match are Breeze, Corbin, Cruz, and Joe. And uh, we were very sure that Joe was just going to win. And then it would be like, see, I am the true number one contender. Joe gets eliminated by... He, he eliminates Breeze. Joe eliminates Breeze. Yeah. Breeze is on the outside. Joe gets topped over the top gets tossed over the top rope, lands on the apron, and Breeze pulls him out. That was Joe sick. is eliminated. So Joe and Breeze, that's gonna be a feud, and I'm really excited for that feud because Joe's gonna look good against Breeze, but he's also gonna make Breeze look really, he's really make good. Breeze look really, really good. Mm-hmm. The rumor is Breeze is getting called up to the main roster. Really? Yeah. Huh. So I guess we'll see. Um Huh. Cruz and Corbin are the last two. I really like this because my, I watched it and my first thought was you have your new face, like your top face guy against who is arguably your top heel in your brand right now. Yeah. Again, in Corbin. And so Cruz fighting Corbin was very cool because everyone got behind Cruz yeah. to win. He hits three enziguries and a clothesline to eliminate Corbin. And uh, Paula Cruz is your number one contender. Crazy. Any, uh, any final thoughts? That... One match started three storylines. Yep. All of which I'm so excited to see. Yep. This is what you do. This is why you don't have four battle royales in four months after the year starts. There you go. But this is this is what we were saying about resets. Yeah. It reset NXT really, really well. And Raw has a problem doing that. Mm-hmm. This is why Royal Rumble works. The Royal Rumble works because you get sort of like WrestleMania implications when one person eliminates this person and yep. like something screwy happens, whatever, you know that stuff's going to be going on. That's it. Yeah. This is, this is what you need to do to, to have like marquee players, like yep. to have, to have something to write about and people to talk about like that, that ended. And I'm like, I'm so excited for four different matches now, yep. four different feuds, because now <clears throat> there's a weight to all of it. That's all I ever want is substance and a reason to care. Just storytelling, that's it. Yeah. Uh, Let's go to Raw. Mm -hmm. It is uh, live from Dallas, which is the last time it'll be in Dallas until... uh, WrestleMania. WrestleMania. So uh, this is going to be a big show. Uh, They've announced that Stone Cold is going to be on the show, and then announced that he's not going to be on the show, and then announced that he's going to be on the show, and then announced that he was going to be there live, but was he going to be on the show? Cool promotion. What happened? I don't know. 
How does that happen? Hey guys, you should tune in and uh, instead of watching Monday Night Football or uh, Major League Baseball and playoffs, watch Stone Cold. Well, he might not be there, but he'll be Stone Cold will be at the arena. But he's not going to be on TV. But he might. But he might. What the fuck? So remember that. HBK and Ric Flair will be here also. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, okay. That's yeah. neat. Old school Raw, why not? Right? We didn't, we didn't have one this year, thankfully. So the show opens, glass shatters, and it's stone cold. And I just saw somebody write online, in case of emergency, break glass. And I thought that was very funny. And that was, uh, uh, ac- according to ratings, uh, in case of emergency, break yeah. glass. Yeah. Uh, apparently it didn't do much for ratings, though. Ratings no. didn't, didn't really go up a lot. But this, this is the way WWE is in football season. Yep. Sorry. Stone Cold comes out and he says, Hey guys, if you like, if you are uh, pro, are you free wrestling, give me a hell yeah. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's why I'm here. And then he said, And guess what else is happening? The Undertaker. And then The Undertaker comes out and Stone Cold disappears. Stone Cold. Has uh, disappeared into the depths of hell. Yep. In Bye. the Undertaker's entrance. Uh, I thought that was very strange. Yeah, well, he was done. Hey, guys, me, Stone Cold. Hey, Stone Cold. Hey, here's the Undertaker. All right, cool. Hey, Undertaker. Where's Stone, Stone Cold? Dude? Gone. Gone. Fucking gone. Brian, do you have a scoop about where Stone Cold might have gone? Yeah. Where? Oh, what's your scoop? Uh, this The scoop, he, uh, he went to take a shit. Whoa. That's, right. a, sh- that's a shitty scoop. Yeah. Sometimes you gotta take shit. Hey, wise words. Here's wise words from Sod. Yo, my name is Sod. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> wise words from Sod. Love it. <laughs> Undertaker comes out and he says, I'm the Undertaker and I'm gonna take you past hell. Which is like if you go like like just into like the Earth's core. Yeah. And you say like that's hell because yeah. it's hot. And then you go through to like the other side and you pop out and it's like, oh, we're in China. Yeah. Undertaker is going to take Brock Lesnar to China. Oh, well, he just came from Japan. Oh. Well, he was close. They're different countries. Yeah. China and Japan are very different countries. They are, but... You know, it's all, it's all Asia. What? <laughs> you know. No, I don't. <laughs> well, what I was thinking and what I didn't say uh-huh. is probably uh, better, because uh, <laughs> you can imagine... Okay, so Undertaker cuts a promo, and then Paul Heyman and Brock Lesnar come down. <laughs> except they don't really come down; they just they're on the they're on that ramp, and then it's hey, you're always gonna have an asterisk next to your name because you couldn't beat the Lesnar under the Undertaker. Sorry, sorry, buddy. You suck. Everybody looks old. Do you think it will be the last time they face each other at Hell in a Cell? Oh, it's the last time they face each other. But here's the thing. What fucking garbage promotion for this match? The Hell in a Cell doesn't matter at all. Gah! It might as well be like payback or over the limit or some shit. Might as well be fast lane. It's all, it's nothing. I hope we get another fast lane. God, it's just nothing. It's so dumb. They had so much time to promote this and they're like, well, it's the last week. I guess we should cut a promo. I mean, it doesn't matter if you have a network subscription. You watch it anyway. Yeah. It's just like so stupid. I don't get it. It's this Sunday. This was supposed to be the go home show. I don't fucking understand. Like what? Why? This is the weirdest go home show I can remember. This is like a weird episode of Raw. This is like the weirdest go home show 
that I've seen in a very long time. Yeah. They opened the show with Stone Cold The Rock, or Stone Cold The Rock, Stone Cold The Undertaker and Brock Lesnar. And then none of them are seen again. Nope. So, go back and watch football, I guess. Bye. Yeah, it's done. You get to see John Cena. So weird. Yeah, so their promo ends. John Cena comes out. The Dudleys come out. The New, the New Day comes out. The New Day has a new shirt. Have you seen it? Mm. It's it's blue. It's baby blue. Right. It's th- them. It's the cartoon versions of them. Right. Like, it's like real cartoony, like my little... Nah, not even like My Little Pony. But it's like very cartoony versions of them uh, riding, uh, riding on a unicorn on a rainbow. Have you really not seen it? No, that's right. awesome, though. Let's look it up. All right, partner. All right. Uh, New Day shirt. New Day shirt, Brian. You ready? Guys, you can look it up at home. Available for purchase probably today. <laughs> They're on a unicorn on a rainbow in space. Xavier Woods has a trombone. That's great. Yep. New Day, man. The unicorn's got sunglasses. Yep. Uh, Biggie tweeted about it, and he said, this is a real thing that's happening. That's a great shirt. Uh, we watched a little bit of Up, Up, Down, Down, where they were playing 2K16. Yeah. And, uh... That was fun. Uh, Xavier Woods, funny guy, whatever. Big E is, like, so fucking great. I God, I love that guy. Keep it tight. Uh-huh. What'd you think of this match? Uh, it, this match was... I feel like I'd seen it already yeah. a couple of times. It feels like... The Dudleys and the New Day have a match at this pay-per-view, mm-hmm. and it feels like they've already, like, like it feels like the New Day has moved on. The, yeah. This feels like such a blow-off. I can't imagine that the Dudleys win on Sunday. I mean, they don't need to. We'll see. Uh, John Cena loves putting over Biggie. Yeah. Biggie gets to hit his big spots on John Cena. Mm-hmm. John Cena fucking flew in this match. He did. Biggie threw, threw him like crazy. Mm-hmm. And then, at the end of the match... He climbed to the top turnbuckle and jumped from the inside to the outside. John, what are you doing? He John Cena is on a quest to, like, just get real fucked up. You already broke your nose, man. Like, he does... But I respect it because you don't have to do that stuff. But he fucking does it anyway. Yeah. And that's cool. Yeah. He's fucking flying all over the place. I uh, can believe it. Uh, New Day gets their shit in. Uh, the end of the match comes where... Uh, John Cena flies off the top rope onto Big E, I think, on the outside, or onto Kofi. I think it's Big E. Um, and then Devon's distracted by this because, holy fucking shit, John Cena just flew from the inside of the ring to the outside of the ring. Jeez. Xavier Woods rolled him up, grabbed the tights, one, two, three. Loved it. Uh, was there any anything in this match that you wanted to point? I mean, I don't really have anything to... No, I just, I felt like this match uh, didn't need to happen, but whatever, it happened. I think this was strictly for, like... Here are these older stars. Oh, look, here's John Cena and some new guys who yep. you might like. Uh, guys. Guys? So, John Cena doesn't have a feud, which mm-hmm. he hasn't in a while since right. Owens. He's going to have an open challenge at Hell in a Cell, I believe. Yep, yes he does. Cool. Top top, top star, not, not even actually build. Not sure. Not sure. And it's not like they really made, like, a lot of mention of it. I feel like it was only, like, twice through the whole show. They're like, and John Cena will have a He'll be there. That's it. Yep. Uh, I didn't think anything of it one way or another. So, no build. Uh, The rumor is he's taking time off after this pay-per-view. We'll see. 
I hope he doesn't, and I hope the whole internet has to eat crow, you fuckers. Uh, backstage segment with Dean Ambrose and Renee Young, and he says he's going to take, oh, he's going to, Randy Orton is, where did he even go? Where could he be? Where could he be now? He is now injured. Yeah, but they said he's down in, like, he's, like, trapped in Mexico, like, I felt like the implication, because they talked about Mexico, I think, uh, and like it, like throughout, like later in like the night or something, and uh, I felt like the implication was that, like Luke Harper wasn't there because he beat up Randy Orton in Mexico, and like they went to jail. Yeah, I don't know what weird. happened. Uh, so Randy Orton actually has a separated shoulder, a dislocated shoulder, so he did not wrestle. Uh, he was supposed to be on the pre-show tag match with Dean Ambrose against Strowman and Harper. The match is canceled. Good. Dean Ambrose has nothing to do for this pay-per-view. Will he challenge John Cena for the U.S. title? Sure. I guess so. There you go. Hopefully he wins it. Yep. In this, Dean Ambrose says that he's going to take on the whole Wyatt family. He doesn't even give a care. Yeah, he's, He doesn't give a shoot. He's going to pick a fight. Yeah. He doesn't even give a shoot. He doesn't even, not even a little bit. Mm-mm. Nope. Uh, anything else from that backstage? I mean, that's fine. Just weird. Team bad against uh, Team Bella. Match of the year. So many miscues. What do you mean? So many... We want Sasha. There were some chance for that. Mm-hmm. And then she got tagged in for about 40 seconds. And then tagged right back out. Yeah, Divas Revolution. <laughs> it's great. Let's keep hashtagging it. Uh, Try to get the rack attack. Didn't hit the rack attack. Then hit the rack attack. Rack attack. We're done. I Nothing else, right? Nope. That's it. Any other notes from that? Uh, apparently there's going to be, uh, you know, the rematch. Charlotte and Nikki? Yeah. That's a hell of a sell. I don't care. Uh, I'm with you. They haven't really done anything with it. They've, they've been more focused on Paige. Which is... Makes dumb no in its own right. It just makes no sense because what, what is she going after? Who is she feuding against? I don't know. They keep throwing her in with everybody else anyway, so why... Whatever. Yep. Uh, HBK comes out and eats a kid's pizza and then um, chokes on the pizza and then cuts a promo where I have to listen to him with pizza throat. Professional wrestling is stupid and for dumb idiots. It's for dumb idiot people and stupid moron men who are fucking dumb. This is stupid. It's so stupid. He comes out and cuts a promo, and then Rollins comes out and he says, "Hey, you were just supposed to introduce me." And, and that part was cool. Yeah, and then HBK is like, "I didn't get to where I am by doing what people told me. I'm the HBK." Yeah, hit my music. And then Rollins says, "Well, I'm kind of like the new HBK." And then HBK says, "I didn't get. I didn't become HBK by trying to be someone else. I became HBK by being HBK." And then Rollins went, "Okay." I just thought it was like, all right, is this getting anyone over? No? Okay. I actually thought Rollins was okay on the mic. Yeah, he was fine here. I thought he was totally fine. It's not like Michaels was bad either. It was just like, I'm not really sure what the purpose of this is. And then Rollins is like, yeah, hit my music. And then HBK said, no, hit my music. Okay. And then then he's like, I'll see you in a match next. And then snapping his streak of losing every goddamn match, Seth Rollins... One, a goddamn Raw match. Yep. He squashes the Ryback. Whatever. 
I'll take a win. It's a four-minute match. It was pretty fucking short. Damn. Pedigree. I'm, I mean, is there anything that you have? No. What, like... It w- and what a weird spot on the card to have this match. Yep. He just squashes Ryback, pretty yeah. much. That's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. Uh, next, we get uh, Ziggler, Cesaro, and Neville against Bad News Barrett, Sheamus, and Rusev. What did you think of this? Who cares about the mid-card? Why would you care about the mid-card? What are any of them doing? Well, Rusev what? is in a feud with Dolph Ziggler, maybe still. And, C- and Bad News Barrett doesn't like Neville. And uh, Sheamus and Cesaro work really well together. That's about it. Glad you're just grabbing people together and throwing them into a ring. I didn't even think this was like a bad match. I just thought it was kind of boring. Yeah. I mean, just like the match itself, I, I, I didn't even have an issue with. It's just the booking. Yep. You have a pay-per-view. You have three guys that people are pretty well aware of mm-hmm. on either side. So it's like, have them feud. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's weird. Why? Why don't... I mean, like, I even wrote, like, it was a cool match, but, I like, nothing interesting that kept me, like... Yeah, nothing interesting really happened. Yeah. I thought it was, I thought it was, like, okay, but there was nothing really going on, right? No, I just have no investment with anything on Raw. Yep. Nothing, like, I don't care about even, like, the marquee match of, you know, Brock Lesnar versus The Undertaker. Yep. I don't care. If, if one person loses, it doesn't matter. Yep. Like... Brock Lesnar loses. Oh, he lost to the Undertaker. Whatever. Yep. Undertaker loses. Oh, he lost. So why are we? Why do we care? We don't. Uh, next, we get Rick. Is this the Ric Flair thing? Uh, Ric Flair introduces Roman Reigns. Dude. Ric Flair says, "Hey guys, give it up for my main man, Roman Reigns." And then Roman Reigns says, "Hey, thanks, dude." And like, <laughs> why were? Hurt? Hey guys, it's me, Ric Flair. Yeah, here's Roman Reigns. You can go and cheer for him. Thank you. I thought the crowd in Dallas was actually pretty good. They weren't, like, cheering for the heels and doing all the stupid bullshit. Yeah. I thought Roman Reigns on the microphone is shitty, as always. 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 Uh, and uh, he's awesome when he's in the ring because he gets big-ass pops for doing cool shit. Yep. I don't know. Uh, so Roman Reigns comes out, and then he calls out the Wyatts. The Wyatts come down. Strowman and Rowan. Rowan's back. And I guess he forgot that he was feuding with Bray Wyatt. Because here he is. Here he is. It's okay. I think maybe WWE Creative went, oh, fuck, Luke Harper isn't here. What should we do? Oh, well, let's just use Eric Rowan. We can't. Eric Rowan's a good guy, and he's not uh, currently with the Wyatts. And then somebody else backstage went, who gives a shit? And then they just put Eric Rowan out there, and everyone just went, yeah, who gives a shit? Okay. Yeah. Why not? Okay. Let's go with it. This makes no sense. Yep. You know what else makes no sense? The challenger for the World Heavyweight Championship mm-hmm. is not on this show. Oh, yeah. Did you not think of that? I was I was falling asleep and not paying attention at this point in Raw that I wasn't even considering anything. This This last Monday Night Raw... Was the this is the go home show for your pay per view? And I get it; everyone's already got the network, so it's not like you have to like sell super hard or whatever, right? But like, but give me something to care just about. Give some effort, Jesus Christ! I mean, everyone's got the network to watch NXT, but they still put on a fucking show. Yep, I get that they all have something to prove to be on the main roster, but yep. it's like, 
what where's the booking where's the where's the substance that makes me feel invested know. that's all i want yep so this promo with uh bray wyatt and uh roman reigns where they're sitting in the middle of a professional wrestling ring with uh dim lights everywhere and two spots on them dumb yep roman reigns attacks they all attack everyone's trying to beat up reigns all that stuff then dean ambrose comes in and makes the save Except it's three on two. So it's going to be a handicap match. Yeah. Uh, what was next? The Brie? Yeah. The Brie versus Charlotte match? Yep. Uh, f- figure eight. Oh, she did the figure four headlock thing. Oh, that's cool. I and like then, that. And then she does figure eight and that's it. Any notes from that match? Basically. I mean, what do you expect? Yeah. I just um, wrote, duh. Yeah. They talked about how uh, Natty was... Att- no, no, no. There's a page interview backstage, right? Mm-hmm. Where, uh, what's her name? Renee says, hey, Paige, what the fuck? Why'd you attack Natalie? Natalia. <laughs> Who's Natalie? Natalia. Uh, and Paige goes, it wasn't me. And then... Uh, and then we all have, then we all listen to Shaggy and have a good laugh. Yep. Uh, it, or, I thought Renee was good here yeah. in this segment. She's always good. And then... She gets called Sally Jesse Raphael, which is, uh, it's 2015. So, so, consider your fucking references, I guess. I don't know. Oh, it's WWE. Time to, time to update those, maybe just a hair. Nah. Um. Ricky Lake. She said that she didn't lay out, <laughs> she said she didn't lay out Natalia. I mean, anything there? No, I didn't even write anything. Yep. Mark Henry versus Kevin Owens. Best match of the night. I agree, because I did not think Mark Henry would get up for a pop-up powerbomb. And he got the fuck up. Kevin Owens lifted that guy and powerbombed him fucking hard, and the crowd went like... It wasn't like, yeah! It was like, whoa, fuck! That was such a cool spot. That was dope, But that's Henry, man. He always sells for people. He always makes people look good. Yep. That's why he's been around for 25 years. What I really like about Mark Henry right now is all the shit that he just yells in the ring. I'm a bully! This is what I do. 19 years! This is what I do! Awesome. Holy shit. Why why don't more fucking people do that shit? That's so cool. Yep. Uh, What was next? Uh, I think yeah, backstage with Renee and Rollins. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, what what'd you think of that? Uh, why book this? Like, yeah. th- this is, I guess, supposed to be your big draw. Oh, yeah, turn off Monday Night Football and watch the Shield reunion. Yeah, so it was, I think we, I think I missed a segment where, uh, Rollins is backstage with Hunter and Stephanie. Yeah. And, uh, HBK comes in and he's like, oh, three on two. With the, with the Wyatts taking on Ambrose and Reigns. You know, you should get a third person, you know, protect your investment, whatever. And then HBK starts going like, hey, why don't you have Rollins go in there? And Rollins is like, no, no. Yeah. No. And Triple H and Stephanie finally agree with him for once. Yeah, exactly. They they weren't pushing him into doing it. And then it was like, okay, I guess they let Rollins make his own mistake because HBK started going, yeah, I mean, you're just, you know, mom and dad have to watch out for you. You're just a kid, whatever. And then uh, Rollins threw a fit and he's like, I'm going to be the third man. So he's going to wrestle twice tonight. Okay. Yeah. So we get a shield reunion in the Wyatts. Uh really? This isn't something we're not gonna wait longer for? This is just gonna happen? Yeah. Well they have to compete with Monday Night Football. By not announcing this, by just doing it? 
Halfway through the show? Well, yeah, so that somebody goes, hey, uh, guess the Shield's back together. You should switch over from Monday Night Football. Fucking stupid. To Monday Night Raw. Rollins starts the match. He tells him, like, get in the corner. I got this shit. I'm the fucking brains. You guys are dummies. And then we go to commercial and we come back and he's not no longer in the ring. <laughs> no, of course not. Um, uh, Reigns and Ambrose tagging back and forth. Uh, start taking dudes out. Uh, it kind of breaks down. Uh... What what happened? I guess that uh, Strowman starts beating the shit out of people. Uh, he he and Reigns get into it. Reigns is hitting his spots, Superman punches, shit like that. We don't really get any explanation about why Rowan is there. No, but he's there. Uh, he locks in the arm vice head head neck vice. What the fuck is that called? Triangle hold. Uh yeah. Stro- what Strowman does? Yeah, like his... like, I think it's called yeah, like a triangle hold. I don't know. If Whatever I'm for it yet. I don't know. Strowman, strongman. Yeah. And uh, locks it in on Reigns, and then uh, he gets hit with a kendo stick. Thwack! Yep. In the back. And then he Dean Ambrose keeps hitting him with a kendo stick until uh, Strowman catches the kendo stick, breaks it over his knee, and throws it away, which is, like, visually so fucking cool. Yeah. The crowd starts getting into it. Uh, Ambrose low bridges Strowman, so Strowman goes to the outside. Ambrose dives. Oh, I'm sorry. I missed a whole part where Rollins walks out. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Rollins, uh, Dean Ambrose is trying to make the hot tag. Uh, Roman gets pulled off. Rollins is about to get hot tagged, and then he goes, oh, no, my leg, and he walks out because he's a bad guy, and this is what the fuck he does. Yeah. Uh, I That that was, like, the least... I don't give a shit about that uh, because the end of this match was really fucking cool. So Dean Ambrose dives on Strowman. Strowman catches him. Great catch. And then slams him. Great fucking slam. Yep. So, Strowman's out there, Rowan's out there, and uh, Wyatt's out there, and they're all beating the shit out of Dean Ambrose. And then, they all look up, and as they look up, Roman Reigns, with the least graceful, fucking coolest-looking dive for a guy that size, flying, like, arms flailing, flying over the top rope, hits those guys clean, and everybody goes down. That was really cool. I thought that looked great. Um... Get back in the ring. He does ooh ooh, uh, yeah. and then he uh, he spears uh, Bray Wyatt. But I think Eric Rowan was supposed to actually take the spear and missed his cue uh, because he was kind of there and kind of wasn't. And then yeah, that was weird. Yep, because I'm pretty sure that Wyatt was not supposed to eat that spear. They were supposed to save it for the pay per view. But guess what? I've already seen it so many fucking times. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, so Rowan gets speared also. Yeah, and that's it. The bad guys lose and the good guys win. Go even though your pay-per-view. That's that's the go-home show. Go home. Yep. Brian, can I tell you a secret? What's that? I didn't watch Raw. Oh, really? Yep. That's good. You didn't waste your time. I did not watch Raw. I just did that whole review based on notes that you had and uh, some clips that I watched on YouTube. Well, that tells you how important Raw is. I mean, this is really where we're at with, with this. Like, fuck. I had to go to the DMV yesterday. And I had a very long day, and I was very tired. I'm exhausted right now, too. I'm like, I'm so excited to get some sleep. Uh, and that's it. I mean, Raw was nothing. It was a go-home show, and it sucked. Yep. I, I mean, it was not very good. Uh, I, I, you just have to watch clips online. You don't even have to watch... You don't have to do anything else. You can just see clips online. It's true, and it's a real bummer. And, like... You know, back back in the day, or even with like NXT, it's it, you feel compelled to watch people, even if they are developing. Yep. You feel compelled to watch people because it's it's almost like you're rooting for your favorites. Yep. And you get to see them grow as characters. Mm-hmm. The, here in Raw, 
Who's growing? Who's developing? No one! Who's being taken anywhere? Mm-hmm. Everyone just sits right here, and then they're just filled in the spots that they're needed, and it's, and it's not compelling. There's no weight to it. Mm-hmm. There's no pull or any sort of, like, emotion that I get from it at all. Speaking of no pull, let's go over the Hell in a Cell card and make some predictions. Sure. In the pre-show match, it's a six-man tag. Uh, it's the six-man tag that we already saw. Uh, Rusev, Sheamus, and Barrett against Neville, Cesaro, and Ziggler. Uh, who do you think wins? Neville, Cesaro, and Ziggler. I agree, because the bad guys won on Monday. Yeah. And WWE does 50-50 booking. Uh, Kevin Owens versus Ryback. Uh, Kevin Owens. Yeah, I don't think there's any way he loses. Uh, unless 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 he cheats or walks out or something, but I don't think they'll do that on a pay per view. No, I mean, and Ryback was like pinned in four minutes. Yep. On Ta-da! Uh, oh, if that's the case, ah, no, I think that was probably. See, here's the thing: I think Monday happened, and they didn't know Randy Orton was going to be hurt. They didn't know they weren't going to have Luke Harper, and they were just unsure about what the fuck was going on. So mm-hmm. they just tried to do whatever. But like. The Shield reunion thing was so weird, and Stone Cold Steve Austin, and it was like, I don't know. I didn't get it. Yeah. Uh, New Day against the Dudleys. I hope that New Day. Me too. I really hope so. Charlotte against Nikki. Charlotte. Yep. Roman Reigns and Bray Wyatt. I don't care. Just end it. Uh, Roman Reigns. Yeah, it has to be Roman Reigns. I mean, when has he not won? Yep. That's it. Like, it should be Bray, and it should be it. And he should eat that and have to grow from it. Mm-hmm. But that's not what's going to happen. Nope. Seth Rollins and Kane. Seth Rollins. Yeah. I hope Kane wins, just to make everyone upset. Brock Lesnar and The Undertaker. Again, another match where it doesn't matter who wins. Uh, Probably Brock Lesnar. I think Brock Lesnar also. That's Hell in a Cell. Brian, are you so excited? No, not what at all. What I do mean, you mean? It, what? Huh? I... I get it. It's on the network for nine ninety nine. I even feel like they're stealing my money for that. Uh huh. F- n- Why would I care about this service where I get all these pay per views when SummerSlam sucked? Yep. When I'm not excited for Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. When like, honestly, WrestleMania wasn't that good. Yep. WrestleMania was one of the most. I, w- I don't want to call it bad forgettable yeah it was really forgettable uh i thought about it today and that was the first time i had in a long time mm-hmm. uh just want to get to one email real quick just the beginning part from ben hammond uh over in england dear hoots i went to my first wrestling show ever this saturday and figured i'd try <clears throat> and figured uh, i'd try and give a little report on my favorite podcast uh to my favorite podcast going thank you very much icw is an indie promotion i think i've heard you guys mention it before it's a scottish one with grado and drew galloway Oh, nice. Uh, the ICW tour bus broke down, so the show started an hour late, but Galloway, who happened to have just flown back from Germany, came out and entertained the crowd by kicking the piss out of a local guy with chops and chairs. Then some fat guy in pink vans came out It said Drew was a loser who got future endeavored, then Galloway murdered him with chairs. Uh, he wrote a whole rundown, which we read, and uh, I really like this. Thank you very much, but I just wanted to mention I saw that stuff with Drew Galloway yeah. and heard that, like, he entertained the crowd. Didn't have to. Yeah. Entertained the crowd for an hour just because, like, hey, I can. Yeah. And, like, everyone's late and all this stuff. Awesome. That's really cool. That's He didn't have to do that. No. That's no, very really cool. Didn't. That's very fucking cool. So, that that's it. Uh, guys, we did it. 
It's the Go Home Show. Yep. Episode 81, and it's in the books. Uh, if you guys want to get a hold of us, at Go Home Show on Twitter, thegohomeshow.tumblr.com, facebook.com slash thegohomeshow, gohomeshow at mega64.com. Subscribe to us on iTunes if you like. Uh, leave us a five-star review and say, hey, guys, I don't really care what you say. Say whatever the fuck you want. Uh, doesn't matter. Nothing matters. Fuck no. it. Uh, then uh, you can also listen to us on youtube.com slash ericbedour, and then on Tuesday we usually do a live stream, uh, twitch.tv slash ericbedour, uh, but there's a video version on YouTube if uh, you don't see the live stream, or if we don't live stream, we just do video. But Brian, we did it, episode 81 of The Go Home Show. It's in the books. Uh, is there any uh, final words that you want to leave for these fine folks? It's time to uh, close my third eye and go home. <laughs>